Welcome to Gateway Church Cymru, church where anyone can be transformed by the story of Jesus. Wherever you find yourself, we pray that you would be encouraged today by God's Word. Just Another Day. That's the title of my message today. And today we're going to be basing ourselves in Exodus chapter 3. We're going to just read verse 1. This is what it says. One day... Moses was tending the flock of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian. He led the flock far into the wilderness and came to Sinai, the mountain of God. You know, the busy schedules and routines that we had this time last year seem like a distant memory, don't they? You know, all those great plans we had, all those great dreams that we had last year, they seem like something that took place many, many years ago. Hurry has been eliminated for most of us. And if we're being honest, at first, we enjoyed that. It was welcomed. Many of us enjoyed that that first sort of lockdown where, where we could relax a little bit, where we could spend more time in our homes and more time with our family members because of that. You know, it was, it was a great time. And at first, we enjoyed that. However, now we are in our third lockdown again. And it seems like every day is just like another day. Every day is exactly the same, isn't it? We wake up, we work in our homes, or maybe you do your schoolwork in the house, we have some food, and then we go back to bed. Maybe you pop out to do a bit of shopping, or maybe to do a bit of exercise, but that's it. Every day seems exactly the same. And for many of us, we can get frustrated with that. I don't know about you, but I'm getting quite frustrated being stuck in all of the time. We like to go out, we like to explore, but now we are really restricted. And life has slowed down a lot for us. And if we're being honest, we don't like that. At first, we we welcomed it. As I said, at first, we did enjoy that, that extra time off, that more time with our family members, that, that them pressures being lifted off our shoulders to meet deadlines. We enjoyed that at first. But now, if we're being honest, we're getting fed, fed up of it. We don't like just the mundane. We don't like just the everyday being exactly the same And the reason for that is because there's no thrill and there's no excitement in the mundane. The everyday life that we are now living seems quite boring and quite monotonous. And it's because our dreams and our ambitions, they can't be fulfilled in the ordinary. We miss that. We miss going after our goals. We miss chasing our dreams. And that can't be done so much within our homes. And it's something I'm sure that each and every one of us struggle. I'm sure you struggle with it and I struggle with it as well. Every day now seems like just another day. You know, when we come to Exodus chapter 3 today and, and verse 1, we see that it was just another day for this man named Moses. Moses, he was living in the wilderness and living in this place called Midian. But if you know about Moses or if you read just the chapters before in Exodus, you'll discover that this wasn't where Moses grew up. Moses was actually a prince of Egypt, Egypt, but he had to escape from Egypt because of something that he had done. And now he had run away and he was hiding in this place called Midian in the wilderness. And it was a quiet place. This wasn't a place where somebody, a young man like Moses was at the time when he ran away. This wasn't a place where someone would go to to fulfill their dreams or their ambitions. This was more than likely a place where people would go to retire. It was a small little community. And this was a man who had fame. This was a man who had status. This was a man with great reputation. 
This man lived in Egypt, which would have been the busiest and most popular city in the world at that time. Moses would have been used to the hustle and bustle of the busy city, that busy place at that time. And as I said, this man had great responsibility on his shoulders. I'm sure he was busy every single day with things regarding the Egyptian kingdom. He was a man who had great responsibility. But now as we come to Exodus chapter 3, we see that this man, his life had completely slowed down. Instead of being busy with the responsibility of the nation, now he has settled down. He's got a wife, he's got a child, and he's looking after some sheep on the hillside in the wilderness, in the desert. And every day would have looked exactly the same for Moses because he had escaped here and he was living here for many, many years. So every day would have been exactly the same. Every week would have been exactly the same. It was almost like Groundhog Day for Moses. And to make matters worse, these sheep that he was looking after, they weren't even his own sheep. He was tending the flock of his father-in-law, Jethro. It's fair to say that Moses was stuck in a rut in the wilderness. Every day was just another day. And as I said, this wasn't a place for a young man to be, or a man with, with dreams and with ambitions and with goals. This wasn't the place for him to be. It was the same every single day, and nothing exciting ever happened there. And it's a bit like our lives right now. Nothing exciting happens in our lives very much right now. It's the mundane. Every day is just exactly the same. But you know, when we come to Exodus chapter 3, we see something incredible taking place. It was to start off with just another day for Moses. I'm sure on that day Moses got up. He probably greeted his wife and his his son Gershom. He probably had some breakfast with them. Then he would have got dressed and then he would have headed out to the hillside to look after his father father-in-law's sheep. However, this day wasn't going to be just another day for Moses. Verse one tells us that Moses he goes and looks after the sheep but he decides to take the sheep of his father-in-law deeper into the wilderness now we don't know why maybe it's because Moses wanted to change his scenery or maybe he wanted to look for new pastures for his sheep to get some food or to try and get some drink because it would have been barren and dry and hot in that wasteland in that wilderness so maybe he was looking for that reason but the bible tells us that Moses wanders far into the wilderness and then he arrives at this famous mountain, this mountain called Sinai. And this wasn't a coincidence because the Bible tells us that Sinai was called the mountain of God and he leads them to this place. And on this ordinary day, just another day, something extraordinary takes place. Listen to what it says in verse two to six in Exodus chapter three. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a blazing fire from the middle of the bush. Moses stayed in amazement. Though the bush was engulfed in flames, it didn't burn up. This is amazing, Moses said to himself. Why isn't that bush burning up? I must go and see it. When the Lord saw Moses coming to take a closer look, God called to him from the middle of the bush. Moses, Moses. Here I am, replied Moses. Do not come any closer, the Lord warned. Take off your sandals, for you were standing on holy ground. I am the God of your father, of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. When Moses heard this, he covered his face because he was afraid to look at God. This was just 
another day for Moses, just an ordinary day. But then God shows up just on this ordinary day. And God speaks to Moses right here out of the middle of this burning bush. Moses can't even look at God, but he comes face to face with God right here on this ordinary day. God comes and God speaks to Moses because Moses was an Israelite. He wasn't an Egyptian. And God had this plan and purpose for Moses. It was an incredible plan and purpose for him. And God turns up to Moses, not so that Moses could have a nice memory or just to mix it up a little bit so that Moses' day wouldn't be boring and just the same old, same old. But God comes to Moses with a mission. God comes to Moses with a call for his life. And, Mo- and God says to Moses that I have chosen you and I'm calling you to lead my people, the people of Israel, the people of God, out of slavery in Egypt. And as you read through Exodus chapter 3 and Exodus chapter 4, you'd think that Moses would bite God's hand off of that, that he'd be straight onto that because every day would have been boring. But instead, Moses complains to God and says, look, I don't think I should go. You know, I'm a man with stuttering lips. You know, I'm not the guy to deliver these people. Moses was afraid and he was coming up with excuse after excuse. Yet God says to him every time, look, I'm going to be there for you. I will guide you. I will provide for you. I'll give you all that you need. I'll give you the words to say you are going to be the one who are going to lead your people out of the slavery of Egypt. They have been in slavery for 400 years and now God had heard the cry of his people, the people of Israel, and God was going to answer their prayer and he was going to send Moses to deliver them. God promised to be with him every step of the way. And I'm sure that many of you watching online are very familiar with this story of Moses and what happened. You know, Pharaoh, as Moses goes to Pharaoh, Pharaoh doesn't accept Moses' call or God's call to deliver the people. So God sends plagues upon Egypt. And then finally, after the 10th plague, we see that God, that Pharaoh softens his heart and he allows the people of Israel to leave. Over a million people leave Egypt out of slavery. God's promise of deliverance came to pass. But then we see that Pharaoh, he changes his mind as the, the people of God are on their way to the promised land. And we see the people of God are stuck between the Red Sea and they see that the Egyptians and Pharaoh come in behind them to kill them, to slaughter them all. But then Moses calls out upon God. He cries out upon God and God performs a miracle. He parts the Red Sea and the people of Israel walk safely through the Red Sea. God delivers them once again and then the Egyptians are completely destroyed. The waters kill them all and they are drowned in the waters. God performs this incredible miracle. You know, we are very familiar with that story and God uses Moses in this incredible way. But you know, all of that began. That story which we remember right now, that story which children even still hear right now in school and Sunday school and and church with us. You know, it's a well-known story. It's an incredible testament to the power of our God and how God loves us and responds to prayer. But you know, all of that began, all of that began on just an ordinary day. Moses heard that call from God on just another day. It wasn't an extraordinary day. It was just when Moses was doing the same old, same old in the mundane life that God came to Moses and began that mission and began that journey for him. What an honour, what a privilege for Moses to be called by God and to change history forever. But it began in the mundane. The call of God came on just another day. And as you read through the Bible, you'll see that this wasn't this, this didn't just happen to Moses, but this happens time and time again to people who are just 
doing the uh, who are just living the, their everyday lives. God comes and calls people in the ordinary, in the mundane. See it time and time again. When David, after he had finished looking after his sheep on the hillside, just tending the sheep as he was a young shepherd boy, on that day Samuel came and anointed him to be king of Israel. It was just another day, but the call of God, the anointing of God came upon his life. It was just another day when Nehemiah was serving drinks to the king, when he heard about his city, Jerusalem, that had been completely destroyed by the enemy. And God caused Nehemiah to go and rebuild the great city of Jerusalem. It was just another day. You know, it was just an ordinary day when Andrew, James, Peter and John, they were mending their nets by the, sh- by the seashore after a night of, of being unsuccessful with their fishing. But then as they were fish- fixing their nets, one day Jesus comes along and calls them to be fishers of men and to follow him and to be his disciples. And we know that they went on to change the world. God moved in and through their lives. You know, like large doors, great life-changing events can swing on very small hinges. And it's the same with you and me. And, you know, even I can testify to that today. You know, the call of God on my life, when God called me to to enter into ministry and to become a, a pastor, you know, that didn't happen in a great big conference it didn't, I didn't hear a big loud call from God, but it was actually on a Thursday night when I was chilling and hanging out in my bedroom and I was about to catch up on my, my Bible reading from the day before, which I had missed as a teenager at 18 years old. I just missed my, the day before reading and so I was going to catch up. I was there on a Thursday night and as I opened up God's word, God spoke to me and said, Luke, I've called you, I'm calling you. And I sense God's call upon my life as I read Joshua chapter one. You know, it didn't happen in the in the, a great big conference. It wasn't some great big event. It didn't happen in church. And there weren't thousands of people around or a preacher didn't say this to me. It was God's still small voice in the ordinary every day on a Thursday night. That's where it came. I can testify to that. My call came in the everyday And maybe you're watching this as we come to a conclusion today. Maybe you're watching this today. And maybe your life is a mess. And you're waiting for this big day, this great event to take place where your life will suddenly change in an instant. You're waiting for this magical moment to come about and your life will totally be completely changed. Or maybe you're watching this today and maybe you're ill. Maybe you've got a sickness and, and you're waiting to get back into church to receive your healing. Or you're waiting for a big conference to receive your healing. Or for an evangelist to come and lay hands on you to receive your healing. Maybe you're watching this today and maybe you're waiting to receive the call of God on your life. But you were waiting for to go to Hillsong Conference or to a youth conference. Or you were waiting for a, a well-known preacher to come and say, yes, God's calling you. Maybe you were like that today. And you're waiting for this big voice from heaven. Or maybe you're watching this today and maybe you were just desperate for a breakthrough. Maybe it's in a relationship. Maybe it's in another area of your life. Maybe it's to do with an addiction. And again, maybe you're just waiting for this great big event to take place. And on that day, that's when you'll be set free forever. You know, as 2021 begins and we're still living in the mundane and every day is exactly the same. And, you know, we were just waiting for COVID to end. I want to remind you today, I believe God would remind us, 
that we don't have to wait for COVID to end, for God to move in and through our lives. We don't have to wait to get back to normal for God to change our lives, to transform our lives and to use us to change the world around us. We don't have to wait to that for that day. You don't have to wait for that day or that great event for God to change your life, to call you, to bring about healing in your life, to bring about breakthrough. Because God comes in the everyday. God moves in the ordinary. God comes in the mundane of our everyday lives. Know that miracles are done in the mundane. The call of God comes in the ordinary. Don't just wait for this great big event. But I want to encourage you today as we come to an end. And I believe the Lord would encourage us. Today just seems like just another Sunday. Tomorrow will be just another Monday. But it's in just, on those just another days. It's just in the everyday life that God comes and he can change our lives forever. And you might say, I want that to happen to me. What do I have to do for that to happen? Well, I want to encourage you just to open up your heart. And as you open up your heart, God can come. God can speak to you. God can change the, the direction of your life. God can change the course of your life just in a moment. God can transform your life and bring about breakthrough in the ordinary. All I encourage you to do, and I believe the Lord would encourage us, just open up our hearts. Fix your eyes on him. Keep surrendering your life every day to him. Keep reading God's word every day. Keep praying every single day. And God could just turn up tomorrow. He could turn up in the ordinary and change your life forever and know that it might not be just another day amen thanks again for listening to this podcast to hear more messages like this one make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes for more content from gateway and to connect with us go to gatewaychurchcumry.co.uk have a great day